definitely human. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Monster Hunters. Halloween special. Taste the scars of Orloff. My name is Peter Card. My story is like anyone else's, but it's different. I was once like you, a businessman in the city who holidayed in Hawaii and spent every other weekend in East Sussex. But then came the cutbacks, the redundancies, the hard times. I couldn't get a job anywhere. I ended up as a cleaner for an eccentric millionaire, Sir Maxwell House. I worked in Sir Maxwell's house for six months. Until something strange happened. One day, I entered his office and there was what looked like ash or possibly cat litter spilled on his desk. Oh, damn! Suki, get a broom! Of course, I tidied it up into the bin. I always get the job done. But it was almost like the ashes were talking to me from the bin. I felt a power from it, so I took it home and kept it in my bedroom. I knew that to understand it, I needed more power, so I decided to join a local witch's coven. I was inaugurated into the coven with a little sacrifice, but... When I went back the next week, there was nothing there. Just rubble where the church had been. But the small amount of power I'd been granted was enough. The bin was talking to me, properly now, and I could talk to it. I'd take it out for walks and show it around the city, and then it told me how I could help. If I just performed a simple ritual, the remains in the bin could reform themselves into the power they'd once been, and I could be saved. Maybe get my old job back in the city. Hawaii seemed near once again. And so I brought him back from the netherworld, and he promised me great things. But he warned me of something. Two somethings. Two people who had thwarted him before and needed to be dealt with. So we hatched a plan. And now that plan is in place, and our time has come. Take two elements, any two elements, say electricity and water. On their own, perfectly harmless. But when you mix them together, maybe in a bowl, dynamite! Roy Steele, the man with the golden pun. And Lorimer Chesterfield, a brain in the shape of a man. My name is Sir Maxwell House. I took those two elements and like some kind of scientific blacksmith, I forged them together. Forged them into a team that would look danger in the eye and bring it down with the knowledge of a man and the fist of a man. They are the Monster Hunters. Sir Maxwell, we're back. Sorry, Roy insisted on showing Suki and I this beach he knew, and it seemed rude to... Where is he? Search me. 
Suki, maybe you should check with the gentlemen's clubs. Make sure he's not wandered off on his own. Oh, dear. Hell's cats! Ah, gentlemen, so nice to see you both again. Count Olaf! But of course, gentlemen, you were expecting someone else? <laughs> Roy, position number 48, the quick dispatch. That's the fella. Grab my legs, Lorimer. Now! <laughs> Lorimer, old man, put me down! I... Can't move. <laughs> Pitiful human there. Did you really think I would leave myself so defenseless? Over the months since we last met, I have honed my mental powers, sharpened them like you would prepare a pencil or a dog. Now I have returned to full strength, strong, handsome, good sense of humor, ready to take the ladies of London out for a bite. Bites! <laughs> do you see? Yes! Ah. Roy, did you hear that? Yes! He's trying to do the gags! No, I was thinking more about the lady threat. Thought it might interest you. What? Hang on, did he say ladies? Yes, he did. Yes, I did. You garlic averse bastard! Oof! My knees! Quick, Roy, while we're free, let's get him. Position seven. The leap? The leap. <laughs> oh, hell, hell, this is precarious. <sighs> <laughs> I can keep doing this all day, you know. See? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Count. Are you sure? I, mean, I was rather enjoying that. One question. How did you survive? Really? Is that it? Do I have to go through all this? Because it's really quite boring. I can get my assistant to tell you if you want. Assistant? What, you don't think I rehydrated myself, did you? Will you expect me to wait until it rained hard enough? Of course I have an assistant! Only don't call him that to his face. He gets all touchy. What have you done with Sir Maxwell? I think you'll find that's two questions. Don't worry, he's quite safe. For now, he lives only as long as he is useful to me. Yes, it must be hard convincing the world that everything here is perfectly normal. You'll need someone to answer the telephone and shout at people. Oh, no, actually, that bit's fine. I can even do the voice. Listen. <clears throat> Get out of my house. See? Perfect. Now I'm keeping him alive because of his extremely sensitive singing voice. I might just keep you two as well. You might do very well for percussion. Card? Peter Card? Where's he got to? Card? You know what You know what we discussed about the bell? Quick, Roy, while he's distracted, the siphon. What? You want me to make you a scotch and soda? No, the Count. I don't think he's a drinker. Oh. Sorry, my lord, I was just going through these sales figures. Not now, you idiot. Not whilst I'm having a gloat. Your lordship. You're looking a little dirty, Olaf. Time you had a shower. <laughs> My beautiful face! Quick, Roy, the window! My lord, they've jumped through the window! <clears throat> yes, I can see that. I'm wet, not blind. Shall I go after them? No, Card. We'll see them again. Where can they go? Sooner or later they will run into the arms of my army of blood, and once the monster hunters are disposed of, this city will be mine! London will become blood! Um, or something. Righto. But I thought we were distributing nationwide. <clears throat> Can you make blood rhyme with Britain? Blood tame? Well, there you are then. Now shut up. Well, that was close. You can say that again. Well, that was close. No, I didn't mean to actually. Ooh. Are you all right? Yeah. Got some glass lodged right in my polyester. If we act quickly, we might just be able to save it. You? I just bruised my shins. 
Oh, Roy. What's wrong, old fella? Count Olaf in Sir Maxwell's house. And Suki. We have to find Suki. We should never have left without her. Lorimer, that there Suki is a resourceful yet taciturn young lady. She moves like a very lovely ghost. Even I didn't hear her leave to find Sir Maxwell. I know, it's just... What I'm saying is, I'm sure she knows how to look after herself. Anyway, why are you worrying about Suki all of a sudden? Oh, no reason. But you're right, Roy. Our first priority has to be to find out what Count Olaf is up to and stop him. Roy, I thought this taxi was going back to your place. That's right. I said, take me to Roy Steele's pad. Sat back and let nature take its course. Yes, well, unless you moved into an abandoned Thames warehouse, this taxi is going in entirely the wrong direction. Sweet godmothers, you're right. Excuse me, fella. You're going the wrong way. Hello? He's not listening. I don't think he understands you. Right, I'll try something else. Here, governor. This isn't my manner. Uh, what was that? Cockney. Right, yes, very good. It didn't work, though, did it? You won't believe what I had in the back of my cab the other day. Roy, look. Count Olaf. Roy, he's a vampire. Lorimer, jump! Whew. Roy, you all right? Fine. Good thinking of someone to put this river here. I knew we should have been more careful. Olaf was bound to have converted others to his vampiric cause by now. Well, come on. We can't stay around here all day. We need to get out of these wet things. And that's a phrase I never thought I would be saying to you. Where are you going? I'm a hunter. In fact... I'm now the best big game hunter in the world. I haven't eaten in at least eight hours, so I'm putting my newly crowned powers to good use. I can smell bacon, so I'm tracking as a breakfast. What can I do for you, loves? You can leave this with me, Lorimer. Uh, no, Roy, maybe I should handle this one. Had enough of your cockney for one day. Go and sit down. Two English breakfasts, please, my dear. Beans. You've got to have some beans with an English. Do I look like a beans man? But I'll have a whiskey chaser if you've got one. Oh, bleeding playboys. I don't understand it, Lorimer. How could Count Olaf have been resurrected? I left clear instructions with Sir Maxwell. I think that was actually me. But you know Sir Maxwell. He's so rich, think it's affected his thinking. We mustn't allow this assistant, though. This Peter Card. Peter Card? Hmm, it sounds familiar. Can't quite place it. You? just keeps making me think of your niece for some reason. Roy! Sorry. So, what do we do next? Pop back to Sir Maxwell through the other window and get him all garlicky? Not until we find out what he's up to. We also need to find Sir Maxwell. That taxi driver's worrying me. Whilst we've been away, just how many other people has he turned into vampires? It's a bloody mess. Was that a joke? No, it actually is. I hate those vampire fellas. You know where you are with a regular monster, like a werewolf or a tree beast. But a vampire could look like anything. An aristocrat. A vicar. A lovely lady. I see. Oh, hang on. Looks like our breakfast. Too full English. Uh, hang on. These have got beans. Gotta have beans. With an English. Um, Roy. Come on, gents. Eat your beans. You keep that plate away from me, you crazy old lady. Roy, look, her teeth. Eat the beans. Eat them. Oh, marvellous. A vampire that wants us well fed. Anytime you want to do something about this old man. I left my bag of crucifixes back at Sir Maxwell's. Have you got a weapon? I've got a fork. Try staking her with it. 
Well, that was forking close. Appropriate place for a staking, a cafe. Are you all right? Did she make you eat anything? No. These lips of mine were entirely sealed. Wish it happened more often. Quickly, pass me the empty salt shaker. What are you doing with that breakfast? Taking a sample. She was so desperate to serve you the beans, it must mean something. We have to find out what. Yes, darling. I'm glad the meeting went so well. You work so hard in your well-paid executive position, you deserve a decent meal to celebrate. Goodbye, dear. Jeff's on his way home from an important deal, and the kids have just had a hard day at school learning things. If only there was something I could feed them that was healthy, nutritious and tasty. Don't fear, Mother. Why not feed them my new beans? Only from Orloff's. It's Count Orloff! You're so right. You know, when my wealthy aristocratic family moved to Britain some period of time ago, we felt it important to give something back to the people who had fed us so well. That's why we created new Orloff's canned beans. Mmm! It's so tasty! And that's not all. It's not all? (laughs) Of course not, madam. Because each tin of Orloff's canned beans contains special ingredients that make them healthy and nutritious. So they're good for my family, too? Oh, if you only knew how. Ask your local supermarket to stock new Orloff's canned beans because you deserve something healthy and nutritious. Orloff's canned beans. I guarantee these beans are good because they have a little piece of me inside. Lights. Well, my lord. And this will ensure total coverage of the entire country. Absolutely. We've been testing in different markets and I've got this graph. I am the lord of the undead. I sat Carpathia with just a gesture for my terrifying face. Spare me your graphs, fool. Yes, my lord. Sorry, my lord. I'll just leave them on your desk. Well, if that makes you happy. Just on the top here, where you can see them. I... I... Mm, I think I can hear a whining noise. Oh, oh, it's really irritating. Oh, yes, it's your voice card. Go and do something useful like check on the prisoner. There's no need, my lord. Open the drawer. Mm. Now, we call this a monitor. Mm. All you have to do is switch it oh, on. Oh, really? Is, is that, that's all I have to do? I ju- just turn it on? All those months running a nightclub and it was just a question of turning a knob. Speaking of which, what are you still doing here? Drinking the wine. Drink. Oh, it's gone. Suki! Suki! Comfortable, Sir Maxwell? Suki, is that you? Do you have a cold? You're coming to get me out of this wine cellar soon, yes? Only it's been some time and I'm running out of this rather delicious Merlot. I may have to start on the clear juice. Do, do we have any of that, Suki? I'm afraid not, but it seems I require the use of your immense talents once again. <laughs> Who am I kidding? I need you to sign some papers so the factories I bought in your name can begin production. The great day draws near. Total distribution will be achieved. So, that, so that's all right then? I'll just pop my minion down with a pen then. I don't know. I'll send you some food. So let me get this clear, Natsuki. You want to send someone down with a pen so I can sign off on a scheme of some sort that does something? Um, well, yes. Just so we're absolutely clear. But I'll only do it on one condition. What's that? I want two biscuits and a hovercraft. How about three biscuits and no hovercraft? You drive a hard bargain, Natsuki, but you're fair. Done! (sighs) Idiot. Card, go to him with the biscuits and the papers. Then return to me. We have work to do.
Um, about that car... Are you still worrying about that? We needed to get your flat over there, and he had wheels. Besides, that fellow was definitely a vampire. Yes, but can you be sure? Well, I punched him in the face, didn't I? Well, that's not really conclusive proof. Look, if it turns out he's just a gent, I'll look him up in the phone book and send him some scotch. Mm. But we have more important things to do, like testing that breakfast. Roy, look, over by my front door. Lorimer Chesterfield, did you just find me some ladies? You really didn't need to. I'm really happy just to watch you test No, 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 Roy, wait. There's something wrong with those ladies. Lorimer, there is nothing wrong with those ladies. Their lovely hair. Their enormous fangs. Their wonderful curves. Their vampiric eyes. Roy, come back! Hello there. Only one thing for it. Oh, what the hell was that for? You were falling under those ladies' vampiric influence. Another few moments you'd have been across that road and they would have been all over you, looking at a way to drain you dry. That doesn't sound at all bad. Roy! Laura, we've been spotted. Hoof it! Quick, round this corner. Quickly, get in that phone box. What? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Roy, that's my hand. Oh, sorry. What are we both doing in here? We need to use the phone. Now, can you just... Oh, yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. Just move a little to, to the... To the left? Yeah. Oh, thanks. Now, now, do you have two P? Right, hang on. Sorry, could you move your elbow out of my... Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right, thanks. Okay. okay. Yeah. Here. Thanks. Right. So who are we calling? Well, we have to find out just what is causing London to be plagued with vampires. If they're outside my flat, they'll be outside yours too. We have to run the test on the breakfast. So we need a lab. It's time I call in a favour from an old friend. Ah, it's ringing. Ah. Hello? Is that Dr. Ladyface? Sir Maxwell? Biscuits! Gimme! There you are. Thank you, Sonny. Uh, ooh, you know, you remind me of someone. A chap who used to work for me. A chef, I think. A cleaner. That's him. Do you know him, friend of yours? Sir Maxwell, I am Peter Carr. How extraordinary. That was his name, too. Fancy having the exact same name as your friend. (laughs) That happened to two of my friends, you know. Lord Stockton English and Sir Cecil Bayswater. Sir Maxwell, I am the Peter Carr that worked here. Really? Are you sure? Yes, and this is the third time we've had this conversation. Oh, And, and, and what do you want? A raise? Because there are better ways of asking than tying me up in my wine cellar. Putting it in a song, for example. Could you sign these papers, please? <laughs> Anything for a fan. There you go. Who shall I make it out to? Just a signature will be fine. Yeah, you're the boss. Or is that other fellow the boss, the one with the teeth? Well, he is technically in charge, yes. He's running the operation. From my house? I don't think I entirely approve of this card. Yes, I'm sorry, Sir Maxwell, but we needed the resources, and I still had a key to your house. <laughs> well, that's all right, then. Good luck to you. No, Wait! That's not all right. I shall telephone the authorities. Bring me a phone. No. Damn, you're two steps ahead of me. Where's Suki? We don't know. We think she escaped. That's enough, Card. Come back to me now. Yes, my lord. Goodbye, Sir Maxwell. (laughs) Poor chap. Fancy making someone do your bidding all day long, not caring about their feelings. Someone should write a strongly worded letter to Whitehall about it. I'll get Suki to do it when she gets back. What is all this stuff? This lab is equipped with some of the most advanced scientific equipment money can buy. Look, an electron microscope. Hang on. Isn't that a ram's head? Yes, Roy. Dr. Ladyface is one of the country's foremost experts in the scientific investigation of the occult. Many's the time I've consulted... Roy, don't sit on that. It's a computer. Really? I thought it was a washing machine. It is a washing machine. The computer's over there. Oh, oh, oh yes, now you mentioned it. It does does look more like a washing machine. (laughs) 
I must ask you to stand perfectly still, gentlemen. What goes on here? I apologise in advance, but this has to be done. Just a simple aerosol spray. Ah, I smell like an Italian restaurant. Are you the starter? A garlic jet. I'm afraid you can't be too careful. Those vampires are all over the place. It's good to see you again, Chesterfield. And you must be the Roy Steele. I certainly am, Miss... Doctor, Ladyface. A woman. Yes, I am. I hadn't expected that. Really, which part of my description of Dr. Martin Ladyface confused you? I thought you said Martin. I'm sorry, Doctor. Don't be. It's refreshing. I like a layman. I'm no layman. Not yet, you're not. So what's going on around here? We go back from Nice to find the city crawling with vampires. It's not just the city. There are pockets of vampires cropping up all around the country. Vampire pockets? Doesn't sound too handy. Roy... No, Chesterfield. A bit of wordplay never hurt anyone. I like this, Lady Lorimer. Why have we never met her before? My research. It gets on top of me. I can help with that. Excuse me, these vampire pockets? That was a gag, old fella? No, Roy, not the pockets. The pockets. The biggest is here in London. It seemed to happen almost overnight. One morning, people just didn't seem to go out in daylight. Or if they did, it was only in big hats. The queues for the butchers got longer... And then came the nights. Reports came in of people being bitten. Bodies were found, drained of blood. The signs pointed to vampires. I just don't understand how it could have spread so quickly. A single vampire couldn't cause all this. Count Orloff. Poppycock. There's no evidence that Count Orloff survived his destruction in 1771. Not only did he survive it, he went into the nightclub business. A few months ago, Lorimer and I were assigned to give him a deadly beating. We tracked him down to the discotheque of nights. Heard of it? I don't get much time for dancing. That can change. We thought we had destroyed him. When we returned home from Europe, we found he had been returned to life. But even a vampire like Orloff couldn't do all this. Unless. Unless? Unless. Could you both stop saying unless and start using some other words? Vampirism as infection? We rather thought it was some kind of poison. We brought you this. You brought me breakfast. Laurie, you shouldn't have. It's a sample. I know. That was a joke. We got that from a waitress. She was trying to spoon-feed me beans, and she wasn't my mother. The beans, you say? What? No, I will not be drawn. Not until I've performed my tests. But, Martine, there are lives at stake. Not being drawn. A clue? Can you see a paper and pencil lying around here? Um, no. Exactly. Because I am not being drawn. Now you go and make yourselves comfortable over there while I do some tests. There's refreshment in the cupboard. Scotch! My kind of woman. Ah, Look at it out there, Roy. London, in all its grimy glory. Who could have thought those familiar streets would one day harbour such terrible evil? That every street corner would be home to creatures tainted by the hands of some kind of hell fiend. That we would be cast out, with no way to contact our friends and loved ones. Eh, Roy? Roy? Roy, what are you doing? Hmm. Oh, Martine asked me to look after these test tubes while she went and computed the results. I'm sure you can put them down in that rack. What? Oh, yes. I can't quite believe it. Roy Steele taking orders from a woman. Now look here, Sonny. It's the modern age, and I'm a progressive, forward-thinking man. You need to get with the program, Grandad. You need to see that beneath the surface of every lovely lady, there's an equally lovely brain. That's not what you said last week. What? Or when I found you knocking around that sauna in Nice. 
Or is it something to do with Dr. Ladyface? Now look here. I respect Dr. Ladyface as a colleague. <laughs> Are you all right? Sorry, I thought you said you respected Dr. Ladyface as a colleague. What's going on through here? I'm trying to conduct important scientific research. Sorry. Sorry. It's all right, boys. Nothing wrong with a bit of healthy competition. Builds character. Uh, yeah, we well, won't, we won't here are the results from the tests. It's the beans. They're stacked to the tens with vampirism. Don't you mean stacked to the nines? This is worse. What the hell is all this? Lorimer, you've got your massive brain from reading and stuff. I thought you needed to get bitten to turn into a vampire. That's a common misconception, Roy. Especially amongst the public. Eh, Martine? Yes, well, if all it took was a simple bite on the neck to turn an innocent into a tortured, slavering beast with glowing eyes and horrific teeth... Yes. ...and an unhealthy appetite for warm human blood... It's a chemical, Roy. A chemical the vampire can pass at will. It enters the bloodstream and changes the body. Yes, that's what I was about to say. So it's like scotch. Vampire scotch. Well, I don't think that's scientifically accurate. No, that's very good, Roy. I like the way you think. Give me more. If you insist. Oh, here we go. Ah, Scotch. In many ways, it can be man's best friend. There for you at the end of a long day. You've just put down a cloven hoof death coat, and you just don't think you can give any more. But a revitalising Scotch can give you that pick-me-up to go out on the town and show off your shake at the 65 Club. But like that best friend, sometimes you can rely on it too much. It'll push you over the edge, turn a pleasant evening into one you have to burn the photos of in the morning. Right, so Orloff just needs to pass his vampiric essence to the public in an easily digestible form. Hence the beans! But why beans? It's something everyone eats, from the humble cabbie to the most noble lord. Right, I don't. Well, you're not a lord. But surely, if it was in something as commonplace as baked beans, the outbreaks of vampire activity wouldn't be contained in London and small pockets around the country. Hmm... Roy, pass me those newspapers on the table. Martine, my dear, why don't I pass you these newspapers from the table? Thanks. Mm. What are you looking for? Something I saw the other day in the business pages. No, no. Ah, here, look. Major new food company to expand nationwide. Lorimer, look at the photo. That's Orloff's minion, Peter Card. Hell's cats. Listen to this. Peter Card's story is a rags-to-riches tale. A former businessman fallen on hard times who has once again risen to the top. He puts it down to hard work and making sure you clear away your litter. He will soon be expanding his business. Orloff's canned beans. Godmothers. He will soon be expanding his business into a second premises and rolling out his product nationwide, following successful tests in London and selected towns in the region. So it's only a matter of time. Right. How much time? It could be days. It could be weeks. So, it's only a matter of time. At least we know why he kept Sir Maxwell alive. The money. Gentlemen, we have to find that factory and destroy it. Preferably violently and with a huge explosion. I like your thinking. I don't know what's come over me. You seem to have opened up a new side to me, Mr Steele. There's more where that came from. Uh, Yes, well, don't mind me. I'll just formulate the plan, shall I? Sorry, old man, what was that? We need to find out where the factory is. We have to get back to Sir Maxwell's. That's our only option. Maybe there we can rescue Sir Maxwell and might get a chance of destroying Orloff. That is a good plan, Roy. With Orloff dead, the beans would be rendered harmless and all his converts would be freed. Well then, what are we waiting for? Uh, Hang on a minute. We can't all go. We need someone on standby in case the plan fails. And we want to blow up the factory anyway, just to be sure. Then leave this to Roy Steele. You can consider Orloff's half-baked plan well and truly off the boil. (laughs) 
<laughs> Roy. No, Roy, I'll go. What in the seven hells? This is the bit I'm good at. How would you feel if I suddenly read a book? I know, Roy, but if we need to take on the factory, the place will be crawling with vampires. There'll be tons of punching to do. Good point. I'll telephone you when I find out the location of the factory. Also, if she's going to be anywhere, I think Suki will head back to Sir Maxwell's as well. And I'd rather she wasn't alone. Oh. Are you... For her protection, Roy. Well then, fella. I think you should take these. Your silver knuckle dusters. But, Roy, they're your pride and joy. I know, man. Look, I've even carved little crucifixes into the punchy end. Oh, yes. If you're going in alone, well, I want you to have the best. Thanks, Roy. I'll call you here when I know what's going on. Fine. But if you're not back in two hours, we're coming after you. Take my car, Lorimer. Won't you need it? I've got another. You've got two cars? And you're a woman? Yes, I have. Why do I suddenly feel like I've got the worst end of the plan? I'll see you soon. So, we have some time to kill. Well, in that case, perhaps you'd like to help me with a little experiment? If you think I'm up to it. Oh, I'm sure you are. Hang on. This isn't the way to your lab. No, it's not. Well, so far so good, Lorimer, old chap. I managed to park and get into the grounds with no one seeing me, and I've only just started talking to myself. Oh, hang on. Last bit of arterial. You can't go wrong with a nice bit of arterial. Yeah, as long as it's fresh. I don't hold out with vintage. Your problem is you don't have a refined palate, old son. What are you saying about my palate? Here, hang on a moment. There's someone over there. Oi! Oh, um, yes? Oh, it's all right. He's one of us. Uh, That's right, brother. I was just uh, tying my shoelace. Must have got caught on a, a kidney or something. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sounds plausible. Is Count Orloff in? Yeah, if you hurry, you'll just catch him. Him and Mr. Card will be off to the factory pretty soon. Oh, really? Look, I don't suppose you know where that is, do you? Only I wrote it on my sleeve and then washed my shirt. Search me. Sorry, Gov, we're just the guards. Only here to walk around and talk a bit. Well, never mind. I'll just go and see Count Orloff. Nice talking to you. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, you too. <laughs> Maybe we'll be able to uh, have a blood together sometime or something. Bye. Oh, thank goodness for that. Now, I'm sure Sir Maxwell must have a servant's entrance around here somewhere. Card, wake up, fool! What? Oh, sorry. I was just having a little forty winks. You know what it's like. No, I don't. Sorry, my lord. It's just, you're not really seeing me at my best. I've spent all day organising the paperwork for the shipments and dealing with the advertising and sorting out the night shift. Oh, boo-hoo, Card. Boo-hoo. I thought you wanted to be a success. Well, that would be nice. And what is it we always say? Crush the weaklings beneath our mighty boots. Yes, but also... Uh, You can't say achieve without heave, so heave to it. (sighs) Probably. If you just gave me a little more power, my lord, made me like you... When the time is right, Card. When will the time be right, my lord? If if you don't mind me asking. Uh, Well, I don't have my diary on me at the moment. It's on your desk. Oh, is that what that is? Anyway, it is time to go to the factory. Those beans won't make themselves. (laughs) I can feel my scars itching. Don't scratch them. You're making them bleed. That's the point, isn't it? Here, fetch me a tin. (gasps) What is that noise? It's the house alarm. Someone must have broken in. I'll check the scanner. Mm -hmm. 
Look, the servant's entrance. <sighs> Lorimer Chesterfield. Forget the factory card. I think it's time we had a little fun. Sir Maxwell. Sir Maxwell, are you there? Roy Steele, is that you? Uh, no, Sir Maxwell, it's me, Lorimer Chesterfield. Oh, well, beggars can't be choosers. Where are you? Behind the door labelled wine cellar. Uh, there isn't a door labelled wine cellar. There isn't? Well, in that case, take a memo for Suki. Tell her to get these doors labelled. Hang on, Sir Maxwell. Someone's coming. I need to hide. Professor Chesterfield, what's going on? I don't want to alarm you, but there's someone right behind me. Ah! Suki! Suki, you're alive! I've been so worried. Yes, I know you can look after yourself. It's just that I couldn't bear it if... Well, you know... Suki, are you blushing? Is that Suki I can hear? Can you tell her to get me out of here and make me a coffee on the rocks? Can you handle him, Suki? Sorry, silly question. Of course you can. Just be careful. Lie low. Roy and I are on the case. If you can just smuggle Sir Maxwell out of here, we'll head off to Count Orloff. Just let me help you get this door open. Oh, well, I can see you're more than capable. We'll meet back here when all of this is over. Goodbye, my dear. Right, okay. Now, if I can just get to Sir Maxwell's office, I can find out where that factory is. Um, let's have a look here. Uh... Ah, Professor Chesterfield, we meet again. Such a pleasant surprise. Is it Count Orloff? No! As you are so keen to see my office, perhaps you'll just pop along there now. Have a seat, Professor. Uh, thank you. I, I think I'd rather stand. No, I insist. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, I'll sit. Oh, I can't move. <laughs> Try not to struggle, Professor. It doesn't aid the digestion. Digestion? Yes, Professor. Card should be along very shortly. He's been preparing you a little supper. A supper of evil. I hope you like beans. What? Count Orloff, please. Ah, here he is now. Card, why are you helping this inhuman monster? Because he is the one person in years who's noticed me. <laughs> and he isn't even a person. He's offered me everything I've ever wanted. Who could turn down that? Even if it means the whole country is turned into vampires? I'm thinking of calling it Great Bloodton. That was one of mine! Mm. Uh, my lord. What do you want, to raise? Don't you see, Peter? He's using you. You're not his equal, you're his toy. At least he knows my name. How many times have you been in this house, Professor? I always said hello. Enough of this chit-chat. Professor Chesterfield's beans are getting cold. I was going to kill you, but then thought you might be useful to me. I'll never help you, you fiend, you. <laughs> Why don't we see what you say after a little snack? Bon appétit, Professor Chesterfield. We haven't heard from Lorimer yet. I'm sure he's all right. More soup? Oh, thank you. It's Scotch and Stilton. My favourite. It is very nice, but I'm concerned about Lorimer. Now, Martine, there's one thing you need to learn about Lorimer Chesterfield. He may seem like a massive head on some very thin legs, but he knows his stuff. Two hours I said I'd give him, and two hours I shall give him. What say we get comfortable again? Yes, but that was two hours and five minutes ago. What? Hell's teeth! We must do something. Quickly, Martin, to Sir Maxwell House's house. How much further? Not much. Just wait. 
Ow! What? There, in that van. That's Peter Cart. He must be on his way to the factory. Should we follow him? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. On the one hand, he could lead us to the beans. On the other, Lorimer. You're torn. What? This jacket is brand new. No, between the factory and Lorimer. Oh. Oh, yes. Thank God. What do you think we should do? Well, Card is getting away. Sold! Ow! Sorry. Ah, there he is. Keep your distance. Martine, please. This is just like being back on the plains of Africa. Only that was chasing a lion, not a van. And I was on the back of a rhino. Oh, Roy, how exciting. Yes, but this is something different. I've never beans in this situation before. <laughs> yes, I suppose it can get a little dangerous. <laughs> I'm sure he'll lead us to the source of the problem. <laughs> this is certainly getting my pulses racing. I don't get it. Look, he's turning off. Right, let's go get him. How about now? Feeling anything now? Um, no, no, not yet. I don't understand. You should at least be getting a tingle. Um, well, my legs feel cold. Ha! That's it. That's how it starts. You are resisting better than most, Chesterfield, but you will still turn. And when that fool Roy Steele comes to try and rescue you, it will be you that dispatches him. Quite fitting, don't you think? You're a fiend! <laughs> well, obviously, I'm a 500-year-old vampire. You won't get away with this. But I am. I clearly am. The beans have been dispatched. This morning, tens of thousands of people are eating my beans. And by mid-afternoon, they will all be vampires, doomed to perform my will forever. Not if I can help it. Will you stop saying that? You, you physically can't do anything. It's getting really annoying now. No, maybe I can't. But look behind you. Now, Chesterfield, I'm not falling for that. Or- Ow! What the... Suki, where the hell did you come from? Suki, hit him again. Ow, stop that. It hurts. And you're all garlicky. What is it with these people? All right, fine. You want Chesterfield? You've got him. Oh, I think he's locked it, Suki. No, no, don't untie me. I've been compromised. I'm turning into a vampire. Leave me here. Shh, no, don't say anything. Just, Just promise me. When I turn, you'll do the right thing and stake me in the heart. I don't want to live like that. No, don't, don't cry, Suki. There's always a chance Roy might still save me. Well, that's it. Get down, Martine. The whole factory is rigged to blow. When? In ten, nine, eight, seven. <laughs> Damn, watch. Peter Cart! What have you done? My factory! My beautiful factory! It's too late, Cart. Your scheme is thwarted. Well, not really. What do you mean? The trucks left an hour ago with the beans. That factory was empty. Oh. Right. Roy, it's gone nine. The beans man will have already delivered his rounds. Then we've got to get to Sir Maxwell's and stop all off. There is no stopping all off! He is the most powerful creature in the land! And unstoppable! Right. That's that done. Martine, stuff him in the boot. Uh, no, not yet, Suki. My arms are cold now, but I'm not feeling very vampiric. How are my teeth? 
No. Oh, I must say, this is very tedious. Sir Maxwell. Professor Chesterfield. Ah, nice rope. Ah, Suki, there you are. Fetch me a... Hang on. Why are you holding a carrot made of wood? It's a steak, Sir Maxwell. Poppy wash. It's clearly a carrot. I didn't spend three years at Cambridge studying vegetables, you know. You, you didn't? What? Uh, oh, no, I didn't. You're probably right, then. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, oh, dear. What is it? I feel a little funny. Anyone got any meat? Well, according to you, Suki's got a steak. <laughs> steak! <laughs> Why is nobody laughing? Where's Roy? This is rubbish without Roy. You must try and get out of here. I'm turning. Turning? You can't turn at all in the state you're in. Here, let me untie you. No! Don't try and stop me, Suki. I, I said, I said, don't. I, oh, all right, very well. I'll just stay here then. Ooh. Roy, what the hell? You owe me a new window. What's going on here? Lorimer? Forced meat. Beans. Can't. I... Sweet godmothers. He's turning vampire. Quick, where's Count Orloff? Here, you fool. And it is too late. Chesterfield, rise. Yes, my lord. Lorimer? Yes. And now you will see what pain means. When I force... Ow! Why do people keep hitting me on the head? Martine, I thought you were going to join me through the window. The front door was open. Oh, right. Ha! <laughs> Doctor! Oh! Put her down! Chesterfield, catch! Oh! Hello, Dr. Ladyface. Lorimer? Now look here! No throwing ladies in my study! Suki, stake him! <laughs> I can feel my powers growing, and the more of them there are, the stronger I become! Suki, hand me that stake! What? My, my powers do not work on you? No, you filthy jackanapes! When I was a baby, my mother dropped me in a vat of garlic puree. On purpose. Ever since that day, I have been impervious to vampire's powers. What? No! Keep back! Get out of my house! Not again. Oh, my head. Lorimer? Yes, I'm all right now, Roy. Sorry, Dr. Ladyface. That's all right, Lorimer. You caught me beautifully. Right. He's turned to ash. That's a bit weird. Nobody move. This time we'll make sure he never rises again. How? Oh, it's quite simple, really. We put the ashes in a box made of oak, burn that, put the ashes into a wicker hamper, burn that, seal those ashes into an iron box, smear it with garlic, put it in a sealed container full of holy water and store it in Westminster Abbey with a 24-hour guard. Done. Martine, fancy a soup? Um, no, Roy. I've had a lovely time, but I must be getting back to my lab. I've got a lot of work to do. Maybe next week. All right, my dear. Next week it is. Goodbye. That's it, Roy. No final gag for her? No, Lorimer. I just didn't have the heart. Suki, I was wondering... Would you like to... Right! Well, that's settled. Suki, fetch me a scotch and a new window. Thanks. Bye! Uh, yes, Professor Chesterfield, you were saying? Nothing. You did well, boys. But in the end, I saved the day. So try harder next time or you'll be replaced. Now, see here. <laughs> oh, Roy, Roy. I'm only joking. Half joking. Maybe. Sir Maxwell, how come you've never told us about your garlic incident before? You didn't ask. 
There's a lot about me you don't know, Chesterfield. Like my wooden heart. Runs on clockwork. Suki has to wind it every night. But that's enough about me. Gentlemen? Yes? Get out of my house! Well, Count Olaf is safely sealed in Westminster Abbey. I'm just fangful you got there in time. Roy? Roy, I said fangful. Hmm. What was that, old man? What's wrong, Roy? The spare key's missing. It's probably fine. I'll have given it to that blonde from the fish shop, or something. Maybe we should be careful. Are you armed? Activating fist mode. Well, that'll have to do. Come into the lounge, gentlemen. Hell's cats. It's been a long time, darling. Roy? I think you should prepare yourself for a shock. What's going on? Fella, these are the words I never thought I'd have to say to you. Lorimer Chesterfield, meet my wife, Mrs. Steele. Mrs. Steele? Taste the Scars of Orloff was written and directed by Peter Davis and Matthew Woodcock. With Matthew Woodcock as Roy Steele, Peter Davis as Lorimer Chesterfield in the second Vampire Guard, Kevin Haney as Peter Card, the first Vampire Guard and the cab driver, Jade Allen as Dr. Ladyface and the mother, Andrea Cullum as the Vampire Waitress and Mrs. Steele, and Simon Dylan Kane as Sir Maxwell House and Count Orloff. Engineered and edited by Peter Davis. Music and sound effects supplied by Chaotic Creations. Featuring music by Kevin MacLeod. With thanks to Heather Duell, Laura Davis and Emma Gibbs. Visit our website at www.themonsterhunters.com This was a Newgate production. The Monster Hunters will return this Christmas in The Haunting of Roy Steele. Well, hello there, and welcome to... Uh, yes. Who's that? Oh, this is a ghost. Is it? A ghost. I can see you doing that with your your hand over your mouth. It's because it's Halloween. Oh, I see. It's Halloween. It's not, though. You are destroying the magic. Oh, sorry, the magic. The magic. The magic. Ooh, welcome to Halloween. It is so scary here. Oh, I've just walked into a sarcophagus. Whoa. Look at that. That is terrifying. Watch out for that cobweb. Oh, my word. I'm stuck in it. I'm going to be eaten. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Monster Hunters Creating Monsters with the Monster Hunters behind the scenes of the making of. We're talking about Taste the Scars of Orloff. Our first Halloween special. Why did we decide to do a Halloween special? Because we thought we'd do a series of six episodes Indeed. that were released uh, monthly, monthly. And then we thought we'd do a 45-minute special at Halloween and at Christmas as well. And we did that for two years running. Then we got majorly bogged down in real life and then it went out the window. So as you all knew from the teaser at the end of episode six, Count Orloff is back. No! But how did he get resurrected? Let's 
I hear you ask. I don't know. You've you've just listened to the episode, so you know. Because if you remember right at the start of the series, Sir Maxwell House knocks over the ashes. He does, yes. And where do those ashes go? In the bin. In the bin. And who puts them there? Who's the cleaner? Peter Card. So there you go. So look at that. It's all like we had planned this. Even though we hadn't. Even though we had. Don't spoil the (laughs) illusion. Don't spoil the dream. Of course we had. Look at their hopeful faces. So Matthew, tell us where the title of this episode comes from it is from two separate dracula films taste the blood of dracula Mm -hmm. and the scars of dracula i see what you did now if you put them together (laughs) you get blood blood, the scars the scars of of dracula no way scar the blood scar and of course we love count olaf um so we always wanted to bring him back. So we we brought him back for this episode. You can't get rid of the vampire is so important, isn't it? And you can't. Well, it's get rid so of silly vampire. in the Dracula films. Every yeah. every Dracula film you see, well, not even just the Hammer stuff. All the all of them, they kill him at the end. They and definitively then, kill him at the end, and you know he's going to come back. back again. And the the ways of bringing him back get more and more ridiculous. So we had Count Olaf return. Pretending to be Sir Maxwell. Pretending to be Sir Maxwell, which he does so incredibly well. And so, and also, you know, it's it's bigger. There's a big threat. I think certainly this feels like this is something that is really supposed to be affecting the whole country, isn't it? Yeah, and they they very nearly get away with it as they well. They do. If if we hadn't killed all off at the end, then the country would have been full of vampires. Mm. And also, this is the point where we've moved past the material we'd come up with for the stage version. Oh yeah, we finally past, yeah yeah we'd finally sort of said goodbye to the stuff that we had concocted for the stage, and so now we're totally winging. I mean, we're we're totally just constructing. <laughs> Yeah. You know, amazingly tight, taut plot lines. <laughs> and we have some new actors as well coming in. Yes. We have Jade Allen, who plays... Where did plays, we find her? I think from the London Dungeon. The where? Funnily enough. Yeah, we both worked with Jade at the at the London yeah. Dungeon, who's a very talented actress, and she's currently uh, making her way in the stand-up comedy Indeed. arena, which she's... is doing very well, actually, at the moment. She's oh. going to Edinburgh this year. Although you, she would have been there... Already, if you're listening in 2020 (laughs) on the moon, yeah. Um, Anyway, she's currently being a stand-up comedian, which is very, very funny and talented. And so she plays Doctor Ladyface, and also the the mother in the advert that Olaf creates. Doctor Ladyface, I think, is a character I'm very happy with. Yeah, glad we came. Yeah, because it's kind of. Dr. Ladyface comes from a sort of gag, a ridiculous misogynist thing in the Bond film Moonraker, where Roger Moore is in um, a laboratory looking for a, a space scientist called Dr. Goodhead, and a lady appears and he says, oh, I'm looking for Dr. Goodhead. And the lady goes, well, you've just found her. And James Bond says, a woman, in a kind of... What the? What is this all about? Kind of way. Yeah. So we kind of riffed on that. So she is Doctor Ladyface, a woman. Yes. But beyond that, what I really like about her is actually she is kind of the lady version of Roy Steele. Yeah. Had things gone differently, I think who knows? Maybe Roy and Martine could have gone off happily into the sunset. Who knows? Who knows? But they didn't. They didn't. So we also have uh, this diabolical plan of Orloffs. Yeah to put his scars in tins of beans. Because the scars are imbued by his blood. And if you drink the blood of a vampire, you become a vampire. So, Matthew, you wrote most of this episode on your own. Yeah. Where did you come up with the idea of the beans? 
Well, yeah. What it's... suddenly struck you as, I know, Olaf's putting his scabs in beans. <laughs> well, <laughs> who doesn't like baked beans? True. And what is a ubiquitous foodstuff that everybody eats? Beans. Exactly. Everyone loves a tin of beans. And we have the scene in the uh, the cafe where the, the lady is trying to force feed them beans. The lady yeah. also played by Andrea Cullum, who you may remember from the Hour of the Witch episode. Ooh, she the in that? Coven, yes. Is that her? And she's also at the very end of this episode, briefly, as the cameo in the teased of the next one yeah. as Roy's wife. What? <gasps> what is that about? I don't know. I'll have to wait till the next one and find out. So yeah, so you can see we're starting to seed things through. We're starting yeah, we to started set to, up. We're starting to think things through. <laughs> and all and, and Olaf gets to Lauren as well, doesn't he? Oh, he does. Yeah, Lorem yeah. actually turns into a vampire for a yeah, moment. Yeah, that's uh, so. The stakes are quite high, and we, you know, uh, quite literally. Yeah, hey. So we that. were hoping that the audience would think that Lorimer was going to actually be a vampire for a while. Well, that's kind of <laughs> nice, isn't it? And we've also got some a bit of Lorimer and Suki, uh, some flirting going on. Yes, I think, which maybe? has started okay. to appear a bit at the end of. The, of the last one. The, which is quite impressive because she never says anything. No. Nope. But she's a major kind of presence. And Suki was in the stage play version. Yeah, who who would have played her, do you think? I, that would have been my wife as well. What? <laughs> so she was she has been seen, but only by the people who came to have seen us live. Yeah. But of course, in the audio version, she's never heard so far. Because she's kind of... Within the cliche of these kind of things of being the the secretary, mm. but she's also to a degree. I think all of the other characters are kind of afraid of her. Maybe apart yes. from Lorimer. And if if she doesn't like what she's being asked, or if if she doesn't agree with something you've done, then you will get a look and you'll want to duck. You'll probably want to hide under a table or something. I agree. So Olaf does get thwarted at the end. Gets locked up. In Westminster Abbey. So, yeah, he's not coming back. Of course not. Never. Never again. Never again. And so on to the next episode, then. We, we end so. with our cliffhanger. Roy's wife? What? What's going on there? You'll have to wait till Christmas. Yeah, so I know this is Halloween now. You've wasted all this time to listen to this episode of Halloween. So you're going, yes, now, you can start again. No, you now have to wait till Christmas, Christmas. the next one. So we're going to go and put some clothes on, and we'll see you back here. On Christmas Day. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.